Oh, wherever you're at right now, whether you're in your home, whether you are in your car, whether you're sitting right outside this morning, we're so excited about what God's doing right here and right there. We're all joined by the same Holy Spirit. Isn't that exciting this morning? So we're just going to ask Him to come and move. Come and move right where you're at. Come and move right where we're at. Oh, Holy Spirit, come. Come and move. Come and do what only you can do. Oh, we're so excited about your move of your Holy Spirit in this in this city, in this nation, in this world. Oh, Father, we're so excited and we're so honored to be here right now in this moment. Oh, Father, we are so blessed and so privileged and so honored to be alive right now to see what you're doing in this world. So we give ourselves to you, spirit, soul, and body, mind, will, and emotions, all of our sensory realms. We give you the key to our heart and we say, come, come and move, come and be in us. Just flow through us, Lord. We give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. In your name we pray, amen, amen. Come on, guys. Come on, just get ready to praise him and worship him right where you're at today, hallelujah. You're about to move. Come on. I feel it in the wind. You're about to ride in. Hey. You turned you and pour your spirit out. Yes, you did. You said that you would fall on sons and daughters. So like the
name we're lifting high your glory come on shaking up the earth and sky revival we want to see your kingdom Secondly, you can Google it. A lion, a lion will roar. 
send out a warning. He'll send out a warning to say, stay away from my pride. I'm here. You stay away from my pride. And thirdly, he roars to show his power. Now what happens when a lion roars in the jungle is that a lion's roar is actually about 115 decibels. It can be heard for five miles away. But this is the coolest thing that happens when a lion roars. When a lion roars, it signals a message and other lions start to roar. Ha! When the lion roars, other lions start to roar. So it's not just 115 decibels. It's 100 times, 100 times, 100 times, 100. And the babies start to try to mimic their daddy. They start to roar. They start to roar and everybody starts to roar. So what happens is the jungle goes crazy. The whole earth starts to shake because of the roar of the lions because every animal in the jungle starts to run and flee in terror because the sound of the roar of the lion. Come on, somebody. We've been singing this morning about the sound of heaven touching earth. The sound of heaven is touching earth because the sound of earth is touching heaven. Ha! Come on, somebody. The sound of heaven is touching earth because the sound of earth is touching heaven. And the enemy is running and fleeing in terror. And the earth is shaking. The earth is shaking. Come on, the earth is shaking right now. Our Father, all of heaven rolls your name. Sing louder. Let this place erupt with pain. Come on, can you hear it? The sound of heaven touching earth. Yeah, come on. The sound of heaven touching oh,
declaration this morning. You're my 
sing it one more time. Come on. Jesus, we bless your name. Jesus, we love you this morning. Jesus, we honor you here today. May your name be high and lifted up, and may the train of your robe fill the temple. One angel cries to another in Isaiah chapter 6, declaring, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord. Holy is the Lord. I want you to make that place that you're you're in right now, your home, in your car, wherever you are right now, just invite the Holy Spirit to flood that place with His very glory, the same atmosphere that's in heaven to fill your home, to fill you, your office on the job, wherever you might be right now. We just declare the blessing of the Lord over you now in the name of Jesus, Father God. We ask that you would fill our homes with your presence that you would fill our offices with your presence, fill our cars with your presence. Father, wherever we may be right now, Lord, just fill up our lives with your very being right now, your essence. So often we miss the mark. It's what sin is. We miss the mark. We're shooting for the bullseye, and sometimes in the, in the walk of life, in the wake of all that's going on, we miss the mark. But today, we press into you right now. Holy Spirit, fill this atmosphere. Charge this atmosphere with the glory of heaven right now. There's no fear in heaven. There's no sickness in heaven. There's no intimidating, tormenting, lying, vexing, opposing spirit of the enemy that has authority there. Though he may come to accuse, Jesus rises up and says, I've stood in the gap for him. The sin has already been taken care of when we ask him to forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. So come with me right now. I don't know what you're doing right now. I don't know where you're at, where you're at in your home right now. But no better time than right this moment when the Holy Spirit is moving to ask him to be the Lord of your life. We've, we've been singing about it. He's my Lord. I want to encourage you to make him your Lord right now. And, and, and not just Savior. Yes, he's Savior. He's Savior of the world. But I want you to, I want you to make him Lord right now. Give him every area, every hidden area, everything that you've not been able to, to deal with. I don't care if it's the past, the present. I don't care if it's a fear of the future. 
I don't care if it's, maybe you've been through abandonment, rejection. I don't know what it is right now, but Jesus wants to be Lord. And His Lordship makes it right. His Lordship steps in, repairs the damage, heals the wounds, brings the balm of Gilead, the salve of heaven right now to apply to the deeper issues. I know you may have respiratory issues in the natural, but here to tell you today that there's a deeper problem and sometimes we're not even breathing the atmosphere of heaven. Jesus said the words that I speak are spirit and their life. The word spirit also means breath. I want you to breathe the word of God today. Come on, put it on your lips. You can't even say a word without breathing. That's why we can't talk underwater. <laughs> you can't even talk without breathing. And so Jesus said my words, their breath, their life. It's not just empty words. Every word that Jesus speaks, the Holy Spirit fills it up like a cup. And that anointing begins to release power. And so this morning, pray with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Come on, pray with me, guys. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. I ask you to forgive me of every sin, every iniquity, every transgression, every trespass. Every hurt. Forgive me, Lord. Cleanse me. Renew me. I receive your Lordship. Whatever that means, whatever you want me to do, I lay it on the altar. I forgive those who don't deserve it. I give it to you now. All the buildup inside of me, the frustration, the pressure, the stress. Listen, I just feel like pressure on some of you. There's this pressure. It's been like building pressure. You just don't know what you're going to do. Some dads, some moms. I mean, it's almost like your head's about to explode because of the pressure of how are we going to handle this? What are we going to do? How are we going to move forward? What's going to happen? What does the future hold? The Bible says to cast your care on him because he cares for you. So I want to encourage you to do that this morning. Just cast your care on the Lord. Listen, I know folks are watching from all over the world right now. I'm getting reports from all over the world. People uh, in Asia, people in Latin America, people in Europe, uh, in the islands, uh, in Africa, in the Middle East. We've had people uh, connecting with us and, 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 and connecting with what's happening. And I'm praying for you right now. I'm believing for supernatural intervention. Some of you have really suffered. Some of you have really, really suffered. I actually had uh, a pastor friend of mine um, that I've known since I was a little boy, his family. And uh, he called me and, and he said, Pastor, we are really struggling. He said, you can't imagine what even $7 would do. $7 could feed a family food for a week. He said, there are people here in India that are literally, uh, because of this situation, they don't have the COVID-19, but they don't have food to sustain them. And that's true of places all over the world. Can you, can you imagine saving a family for $7 in a week? And we're doing it right here as well. Uh, many, many people are being blessed by uh, Trinity Gospel Temple and how Trinity is, is reaching out to the community and blessing people through the Dream Center, the Jesus Care People Center. I want you to just imagine what it would be like in a world where there was no church, where there was no people who loved and cared. I mean, right now we can make the difference in many, many lives. You say, Pastor, I don't have a dime to give. I'm going to talk to you about prayer in just a few moments. 
and the importance of prayer. We talked about it last week, just pray. Look, you have something to give. I want you to look in the mirror when you get a chance because you have you to give and you have everything God has placed inside of you, the ability to love, the ability, the power to bless. Look, these, these hands of yours are blessing hands. You have blessing hands. You said, Pastor, I don't even have hands. I was, I was in a situation where I lost my hands. Listen, you got hands in the spirit. You can extend your heart. You can extend your spirit to people. But here today, I'm telling you, your hands are Jesus' hands extended in this world right now. So I bless you in your home right now. I just, man, I, I sense the Holy Ghost right now. I sense such a, a presence of God reaching out to people who are really, really at a loss right now. People who are just saying, you know, uh, pastor, what do we do? And this is not business as usual time. It's not. It's not business as usual time. The, the, the service and how it unfolds and just going through the motions, and I'm not saying that we do that. I'm just saying at the moment right now, this is a moment like when Jesus was walking through the crowd and a woman with an issue of blood in other words, she was hemorrhaging and she'd seen all the doctors. She didn't know what to do. She'd spent all her money. She was out of hope, out of, out of desperation. Josephus, the historian, said she pressed through the crowd, literally ripping people's clothes and scratching into people as she was going through. She didn't really care that she was infected. She didn't really care that she was in this situation. She was pressing through the crowd to get to Jesus. I'm not suggesting we should do that, but I'm telling you today, in your heart right now you can press past the press press past all the issues get to Jesus today don't let your bitterness keep you from Jesus push it out of the way don't let your pain keep you from Jesus push it out of the way come on don't don't let the hurt that you've gone through keep you from Jesus press past it this morning Come on, press through the crowd and grab a hold of the hem of his garment. The hem of his garment, come on. There's a lot of Hebrew um, culture in that. I don't have time to get into what she was grabbing a hold of, the tassels. But I am telling you right now, she grabbed a hold of the edge of the edge of the edge of Jesus. And virtue flowed out of his body. She determined, I'm going to do something right now. You can't get to the building. You can't get to church building right now. You're in your home right now. Maybe you're in your car right now. But you can grab a hold of something right now. Come on, grab a hold of the steering wheel. Come on, grab a hold of the front of, of your car right now. I don't know what it is. Just as a point of contact, come on, just, just grab a hold of your Bible right now and put it close to your heart and say, Jesus, I need you. I'm desperate for you this morning. I'm telling you. He's reaching somebody right now. I'm telling you, virtue is flowing from Jesus to you. It's flowing to you right now. Power, authority, dominion, might. It's flowing to you right now. Come on, I breathe hope to you in the name of Jesus. Hope in the name of Jesus. Come on, I'm, a, I'm not a dope pusher, I'm a hope pusher. Come on, I'm a hope pusher this morning. I'm pushing hope this morning. You say, well, well, maybe it's false hope. There's no such thing as false hope. It's either hope or it's not hope. And I declare to you, hope. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. I can't see the virus. They can see it under a microscope, but I can't see it with these eyes. No more than you can see faith, but faith is something God's looking at right now. Let your faith rise up. 
Let your faith rise up. Come on, from the nations, the islands, people who are suffering right now. I declare the faith of God, the hope of God to you right now. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. It's coming in Jesus' name. Jesus, we're desperate for you. We're desperate for you. I'm going to ask Allison, would you come? And, and not only are adults really struggling right now, but kids are too. And I wanted to talk to the kids for just a moment. Kids, listen up. If you're there in the room at home, if you're in the car, honk your horn. Yeah, this is the, this is the time you get to honk, guys. Hey, kids, I'm so glad that you joined us today. I actually wrote a special little poem for you today, and I want to read you a scripture that goes along with the poem. But I want you to play a game with me, okay? So I'm going to read this poem. It's called The Heart Is. Your heart is. And I, I'm going to tell you about the things that your heart is like. And I want you to go find an object in your home. If you hear me say your heart is like, for example, if I say your heart is like a window, I want you to go find the window in your home. Run to the window, okay? If I say your heart is like the soil, I want you to find some, some dirt or some sand, okay? I want you to find that object. I want you to take a picture with it, okay? And I want you to post it. Have your mom or dad post it online so I can see that you got the message, okay? So I want you to do this for me. After I'm done reading, I want you to find some of these objects and take pictures with them, okay? Because I want to know that you got this message. Psalms 147.3 says, He heals the brokenhearted and binds their wounds. If your heart is broken, Jesus died to make it whole. Your heart is a window from your spirit to your soul. Your heart is the soil where Jesus plants his seed. Your heart produces good fruit when you take care of its needs. Your heart is the home where the spirit longs to live. Your heart must be clean so he can move around in it. Your heart is a treasure much more valuable than gold. Your heart is a butterfly that will transform as you grow. Your heart is a portal to bring heaven down to earth. Your heart is a womb and soon it will give birth. Your heart nurtures your desires, your thoughts and your dreams. If you give them up to God, he'll set your heart free. Your heart has wings to soar on the winds of love. Your heart has eyes to see things from up above. Your heart has arms to give and to receive. Your heart has walls to guard you from bad things. Your heart is a throne. Who will sit upon its seat? The decision is yours. You can choose through your belief. Proverbs 4.23 says, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Jesus wants to sit on the seat of your heart. It's a throne for him. And if you just believe in him, and you ask him for forgiveness, then he can come and reign in your heart and make your heart all of these wonderful, wonderful things. So don't forget, kids, Jesus loves you and he wants your hearts. Will you send me those pictures so that I can see that you were listening today? I love you guys. I hope you have an awesome week. Amen. And I also want to encourage you to go to our YouTube page um, and and to our Facebook pages, to Cathedral of Life uh, Church and to Trinity Gospel Temple. You'll find it on those pages. Uh, Mr. Nick, our uh, children's pastor, and all of his team are putting together wonderful, wonderful 
uh, videos that you can watch throughout the week. Tremendous, tremendous uh, ministry and teaching. I know it's helping you and blessing you. And uh, I mean, their team is incredible. I got to tell you something. I am so blown away by what they're doing and uh, the amount of work and editing it takes to go into this stuff. They've got an incredible, incredible team and they're just doing some awesome, awesome things. So I want you to uh, um, just, just go to those, those pages and watch them every day. New stuff is coming out for our kids. I also want to give you an opportunity to bless the Lord with your tithe and offering, your giving this morning. Um, you can go to our, our uh, text to give. You can text to give Cathedral of Life at 866-756-7501 and just put in the amount that's in your heart to give and what the Lord's placing in your heart. Um, also, you can go to Trinity Gospel Temple and text. So you put TGT and then, and then you put the amount and you send it to 73256. 73256. So we have two different uh, ways that you can give on the texting. You can give it online uh, at our, our, um, our different uh, web pages, cathedraloflife.org or, or trinitybrotherdave.org. You can go to both of those and you can give on those, on those uh, sites. And we encourage you to do that because we, we've got some awesome things coming up. Now listen, right here in our building, uh, we have had uh, the rain of the Spirit coming down. It's coming down today. We got rain coming here uh, at Trinity Gospel Temple building, and, and we're, we're doing lots of things uh, while you're out of the building to get prepared for you coming back to the building. One of the things is we've been repairing the parking lot here. It was really, really an awesome, awesome thing. We needed to do some repairs, and, and I think that was about $27,000 to do that. Then in, on top of that, we've had, uh, uh, we're, we're working to uh, repair the roof. Now, it's one thing to have the rain of the Spirit. It's another thing to have rain come down in the actual building. And uh, so we want to get that taken care of here in the building. I think it's, it's going to be um, uh, right around 97000 maybe close to $100,000 when it's all said and done to do that. It's a huge flat roof. But, but you know, for years and years, um, uh, Brother Dave has done so much work here to keep this building going and to keep ministry flowing right here in the center of the city. It's, it is actually the, one of the most strategic places to be in our city uh, as well. And as you know, we've, we've had all kinds of things happen. God has helped us with 38th Street and insurance has helped us with getting things uh, taken care of over there. It's been a long, long process, still in the middle of a lot of stuff. Wish I had time to go into it. It's more than you can even imagine. But right here in this building where we come to every single week, we need your help. And if the Lord speaks to you to help us uh, with the building and, and the, the roof here, uh, it's in, we really, really need to help uh, to, to prepare this roof so that ministry can continue to flow out of this building. And when I say flow, I don't mean like because of the rain flowing out. So anyway, you're with me today. You got me. You got it. So um, anyway, sow your best gift and bless the kingdom of God. Again, you can send it through the mail. You can, you can do it through text to give. You can give online. Um, lots of different ways that you can give. And I want to tell you, thank you so much for your giving. Listen, some of you don't have a dime to give and you're in need today. And we want to help you. Uh, we really, really want to help you. If you need help with, your, with food in your household, I don't care what it is. If we can do it, we want to be there for you. Now, I realize I'm talking to the world when I'm, when I'm saying this right now because anybody uh, online could call us from everywhere. Our, our, our resources are limited. But whatever comes in is going to flow out. 
Whatever flows in is going to flow out and, and minister to people. And we've been doing it all week long. The staff here at Trinity has been working around the clock to get food and ministry out to people. Cathedral staff has been working. We've been taking food actually to people's homes and delivering them. I'm telling you, everything we can do, we're trying to do to let people know that we care. And uh, I know many other churches in the community are doing the same. And so we are so blessed to be a part of that this morning. So this morning... Um, Hallelujah. The Spirit of the Lord is working in our midst. He's working in our midst. Listen, I've been praying for Jody, and we prayed for her last week. She had a blood clot in her lungs and a blood clot in her leg. She just texted me and said, the blood clot is breaking up. Hallelujah. She just, I mean, while we're right here praying, while we're right here speaking miracles, they're happening right before our very eyes. So we've been talking about we've been talking about prayer, and last week we we, uh, we jumped into this whole thing on prayer, and I want to I want to jump back in on that this morning, and I want to read you a couple passages um, as we're as we're kind of thinking about it. And this first one. You guys don't have in the back, so don't worry about it. I'm just going to read it because this is from the Amplified Version of the Bible, and uh, I want to read it to you from this this particular passage, and I want to read it to you from this Bible because this Bible was one of my dad's Bibles. And it comes, from, um, it comes from 1 Timothy chapter 2, and here's how it reads in verse 1. First of all, then I admonish and urge that petitions, prayers, intercession, thanksgiving be offered on behalf of all men, for kings and all who are in positions of authority, high responsibility that, uh, that outwardly that we may pass uh, a quiet and undisturbed life and inwardly and peaceably one in all godliness and reverence and seriousness in every way. For such praying is good and right and it is pleasing and acceptable to God our Savior who wishes all men to be saved and increasingly to perceive and, re uh, and recognize and discern and know precisely and correctly the divine truth. There is only one God and only one mediator between God and man, the man, Christ Jesus. Look, a lot of people don't want that in the Bible, but it's there. That, that word is right there. And the, the one mediator to get us to God the Father is Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all people. All people. Somebody say all people. A fact that was attested to at the right and proper time. And of this matter, I was appointed a preacher and an apostle, special messenger. I am speaking the truth of Christ. I do not falsify when I say that a teacher of the Gentiles in the realm of faith and truth. I desire, therefore, that in every place men should pray. Say, everybody should pray. And he says, pray without anger and quarreling and resentment or doubt in their minds, lifting up holy hands. Another scripture people don't like because they don't want to have to lift up holy hands, but we're lifting up holy hands today. So he says in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 and on down, that men ought to pray, that we ought to pray for people in authority. And he, and he, he lists in the, in the Amplified Version the different types of prayer. And I want to kind of go through that with you for just a moment and kind of break that down. Because, you know, um, the word snow for the Eskimos is not just one word. There are multiple words for the word snow. 
and, and they describe not just snow, all, all kinds of snow, but the little dry pellets of snow, the, the uh, big flakes of snow, the wet snow, I mean, the icy snow, all different types of snow. And uh, so when, when they talk about it, they talk about many, it's more descriptive. And I want you to kind of get into the descriptions of the different types of prayer, because prayer is not just a generic overall thing. The Bible tells us, let's go to Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 10 through 20. If you can bring that up, guys. Ephesians 5, 10 through 20. Finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. And we have no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful for, for us to even speak of those things which are done by them in secret. But all things are exposed by manifest by the light, for whatever makes manifest is light. Keep going. Therefore, he says, awake you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Keep going. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time for the days are evil. Come on. We're, God's redeeming time. He's putting families back together. Even in the lockdown, he's connecting us. Keep going. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. So, so everybody's always talking about what's God's will. I wonder what God's will is. He says, well, do not be drunk with wine, wherein is dissipation, or the word means excess, but be what? Filled with the Spirit. Keep going. Speaking to one another when? How? Psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing, making melody in your heart to the Lord. Giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we come to the Lord giving thanks and prayer and, and lifting up the name of the Lord with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. You know, a psalm is an ode to God. You know, a hymn is, is a song sung directly to him. A spiritual song is a spontaneous song that comes up out of our spirit. So singing and praise and worship is a form of prayer. So let me give you some of the kinds of prayer this morning. The first one here, the first kind of prayer we're going to bring up for you is the power of agreement. The power of agreement. Somebody say the power of agreement. And this comes from Matthew 18, verses 19 through 20. 18, verses 19 through 20. So it reads like this. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three get together and agree in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Woo! Wow. It's powerful. So this passage tells us in, in verses 19 through 20 that there is power in agreement. I want you to pray with me the power of agreement right now. We agree. We touch and agree. We agree right now. Come on. I agree with you. Come on. I agree with those that are on the stage right now. We agree for household salvation. We agree that our nation is going to come in line with the word of God. I believe for economic revival, but I believe for economic revival for the purpose of funding the work of the Lord. I mean, not just talking about church. The work of the Lord is, is taking care of the poor. The work of the Lord is, is visiting those in, the, in hospitals and in, and in prison. The work of the Lord is so much bigger than just, just uh, some of the things that we see as the work of the Lord. So the prayer of agreement, the second kind of prayer I want to take you to is the prayer of petition. Number two, prayer of petition. This comes from Philippians 4, verses 4 through 7. Rejoice in the Lord always, I say. Again, rejoice. This is kind of a rework. Rejoice, and again I say rejoice. Come on. When the Apostle Paul is saying rejoice, and again I say rejoice, he's like saying, come on, folks, rejoice. Do a rework of rejoicing, 
and again I say rejoice. It's kind of like redundant redundancy. Come on. You ever had your mom and dad tell you something, kids, and they tell you over and over and over? You, say, you said that before. I heard that before. No, no, no. Sometimes we don't hear it till we hear it. And the rejoicing isn't about God hearing it. It's about us hearing it. So he says, rejoice, and again I say rejoice, let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts, your minds in Christ Jesus. So the first kind of prayer we talked about was the prayer of agreement. That's when you get people to agree with you. And you, and, and you pray together in agreement. The second kind of prayer is the prayer of petition. The prayer of petition is when we ask. Come on, you can petition God. He says, come on, ask me. He said, if you lack wisdom, ask, and I'll give it to you. And I'm not going to hold it back, and I'm not going to take it back. The third kind of prayer I want to talk to you about is the prayer of authority. Somebody said the prayer of authority. The prayer of authority is, uh, is a powerful uh, prayer, it, and, it's, and it's, it's when we use our authority vested into us by the Lord Jesus. The Lord Jesus declares that he's given, behold, I've given you authority or power. Brother Dave wrote an incredible book called The Substance of Faith. And in The Substance of Faith, he deals with, um, you know, with how we develop our faith. And then he just wrote one recently called The Audacious Mandate. And then The Audacious Mandate, he deals with the authority of the believer. And in the authority of the believer, he deals with the fact that we, the police officer has both the badge and the gun, meaning that he has the backing because of the badge, and he has the, uh, the authority to use the power. So you and I have both the backing of heaven, and we have the authority, the power of the Holy Spirit. So when we pray, we pray with authority. So how do you pray with authority? You pray with, with authority by using and invoking the name of Jesus. You pray with authority by invoking the Word of God. So when we use the Word of God, we'll talk about that in, in a minute here. But when you pray with authority, you also plead the blood of Jesus. So today, with authority, we can, we can everything that's written here in this Word that God has given us authority over, you have authority over. You have authority to tread on serpents and scorpions. The fourth type of prayer I want to talk to you about is the prayer of intercession. The prayer of intercession. We have a Holy Spirit that prays for us. He's the great intercessor. Jesus is an intercessor for us in the heavenlies. The word intercessor, the, the word picture that's associated with it is when you like, like somebody's in a pit and you go down in the pit and you get underneath them and start pushing them up. I want you to get a picture of what it's like when we intercede. We, we get in the, in the pit with them and we lift them up out of that place. This is what Jesus did. He came down from heaven. He came to this earth, and he began to lift us up. He said, if I get lifted up, I will do what? Draw all men unto me. So we are intercessors. We're called to intercede. We read from 1 Timothy 2. We're, we're called to intercede for people in authority over us. People in authority over us. I have a number of different types of prayer. The fifth one, and this is the only one I'm going to get to again today. The fifth one is this, the prayer of repentance. The prayer of repentance. The prayer of repentance is praying in alignment with God's will, His way, and His word. To repent means to turn around. To repent means to turn. And as we begin to turn, we, we, we change. We, we change our way of thinking. And I want to declare to you, I got two different mics on here. I got a mic for the house and a mic for the people out in the, 
in the uh, parking lot. If you're listening to me in the parking lot, give me a big honk right now. I want, you to, I want you to come into agreement with me right now. We're agreeing. See, the Bible didn't say how, how you have to agree necessarily. You can agree with a honk, right? <laughs> come on. But we're praying in repentance, and so we're going to pray on behalf of this nation. Father, we ask you to cleanse us and to forgive us of all unrighteousness. But more than that, we, we're not just asking you to, to, to let us be set free from what we did that was bad. We want you to change our thinking. We want our mindset to come in line with your word today. Repentance means I turn in my way of thinking and I come into renewal, alignment with you today. So I'm going to ask right now if uh, some, several pastors from, the, from our church will come up and, and just connect with me right now. Pastor Barry, Pastor Michael, please come hurry. Uh, Pastor Michael Kelly, if you would. And we're going to pray for those in authority over us now. And we're going to pray for uh, different types of authority. The first that I want to pray for, somebody get uh, a microphone handheld for these guys, if you would. Um, is this your mic, Allison? Okay, so we're going to use uh, Allison's mic. And uh, I'm going to hand this first one to Pastor Barry. And I want you to pray for just a couple minutes for those in governmental authority this morning. If you just connect with you in the spirit right now, just think about the whole world is locked down right now. Every nation is locked down right now. And just come into agreement with you. God, we pray for authority, for your authority to come into every government. We ask for repentance, God. We repent for leaders who have turned from you, who have denied the truth, denied the moral standard in the name of Jesus. And we pray for a sweeping of your spirit. God, every believer has a nation in their heart. Every believer has several nations in their heart. So, God, we pray for the nations right now in the name of Jesus. In every generation when difficult, hard times came, like World War II, you raised up leaders who were behind the scenes, God, and brought them to the forefront, like Churchill, God, and Eisenhower. So we're praying for a shift in the spirit right now. We pray all across the world that there'll be a shift in the spirit, that your kingdom come, your will be done over every nation in the name of Jesus. You said you put one leader down and raise another one up. We thank you for that shift that's happening right now. We declare it because Jesus said, all authority has been given unto me. Go and we declare this now in the name of Jesus. And thank you for working in government. Thank you for the shift. Thank you for a spirit of humility and unity. We declare a spirit of humility over leaders, God, that they would again know that the place of power is on their knees. And a unity, God, and a oneness, we come against strife, confusion, and every evil work over every government, and we call it to not. We call it to no effect, and we pray that your kingdom would march on in the name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Pastor Michael Kelly, would you come and pray over spiritual authority? Thank you, Father. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, first of all, I lift up the body of Christ. God, I thank you that in the body of Christ that we are tuning in. We're tuning, fine-tuning our ears to hear your voice, that we can move forward with what you've called us to do. I pray for the local church. I pray for pastors. I pray for leaders in the local church that we would not have our own agenda, but, Father, that we would have your agenda to move forward as the church, yes. because we are the church. I pray for the fivefold ministry. I pray for helps, governments, diversities of tongues, all these levels of government in your government, Father. I thank you that the apostle and the fivefold ministry will move forward, take their position that you've called them to take in this last pouring out, Father.
I thank you that everyone in the body of Christ will hear you, trust you, and obey you every single time, no exception. I thank you that even in Acts 1-8, you told us that we would receive dunamis power from on high after the Holy Ghost come on. would come upon yes. us to be martyrs, Hallelujah. martyrs for your gospel. In the name of Not Jesus. Not dying in the natural, but dying to our flesh that we can fulfill your call in the earth that your glory would cover the earth. And finally, Father, I thank you that we may know you in the power of your resurrection, the fellowship of your sufferings, being made conformable to your death, if by any means we might attain to the resurrection from the dead. And that word resurrection there is the only time it's used in the Greek. It means the out resurrection from the dead. It means the power that Jesus came out of the grave <laughs> Come on. with. Hallelujah. Preach, yes. man of God. That's awesome. Yes. Domestic authority in the home, Hunter and Ellison. Father God, right now we lift up families and marriages. God, we speak strength where the enemy would seek separation and division. God, we speak strength. Your word says a house divided against itself cannot stand. So right now we come into unity as a picture of family in the, in the home. Right now as the church, we declare unity in the family. Lord, you, your word says you're turning the hearts of the fathers to the sons and the sons to the fathers. So right now we speak unity to the home. God, we declare and decree, devil, you have no authority in this place. And in this season and in this time, the the home and the family unit will be stronger yes. than it has ever been before. Come on. God, we speak into this it's the situation into the natural right now and declare that fathers, that the heads of homes will step into their place of authority and declare the word over their home, that they'll be the priest and the king of their household, and that they'll say you can enter if if it's God's word and you may not enter if it's the enemy. So God, right now we speak to that authority of the home right now and we say stand up, rise up and take your place. Devil, you have no hold over our marriages. Devil, you have no hold over our kids. You have no hold over the place of our home. Right now we speak peace and strength to the area of family. Lord, your word says that we love because you first loved us. So right now, I pray that there would be an infusion of love into the homes in our community, into the homes of the believers. Lord, that they, they would so experience your presence. Lord, that mothers and fathers would so experience your love that the love would just overflow from them into the kids. Lord, you said that you turned the hearts of the fathers to the kids and the kids to the fathers. And so, Lord, I pray that the love that overflows from the parents would begin to turn the hearts of the children now and Lord I just declare and decree that your presence is bringing peace into the environment of, of the home right now that Lord we have the, the, the ability to declare and shift the atmosphere at a home so I pray Lord that the children would not run the atmosphere of the home by the words that they speak but that the parents would declare peace and the environment would shift and that there would be an environment of unconditional love that we would not discipline from a place of being inconvenienced by our child or frustrated or annoyed, but we would discipline from unconditional love that yes. overflows from our hearts and shows them we love you so much that we're willing to make this call in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Pastor Michael, would you pray over uh, positional authority, those in in uh, employers and teachers in school, those that we have to respond to in those positions. Father, we come before you right now. We lift up the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that we have the bridge to come before you 
with the inheritance of his blessings. And so we come before you, and like Jesus who said at the tomb of Lazarus, we pray that you hear us, but we know that you always hear us. Thank you for hearing from heaven today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for never having a busy signal, Father in heaven. We lift up positional leaders right now, managers and general managers, shift leaders and assistant managers, people that are having difficulty finding the balance of employing those that need jobs and protecting their staff. And I pray that you would give them creative solutions, yes. Father God, in these moments where we can do our part and let the, the rest remain in your hands, oh God. But we pray, Father, for creative solutions. Father, for, for those that are working from home. Father, we pray that you would give them disciplines in their homework. Father God, we pray for relationships and connections that networks would be developed stronger than ever. Father, we pray, Father God, for many, uh, many people that are working with animal poultry, with beef, with, with uh, pork plants, Father, that are having difficulty finding ways of, of getting their product to market. I pray for logistic chains that yes. managers would have the insights of heaven. We pray that people would be vertically integrated in their businesses right now, that people that honor God would have the storages, Father God, for the oil that's coming up, the crude oil that they're, they're paying people to take. Father, give us the mind of Joseph. Raise up Josephs in this yes. land. Raise up Daniels. Raise up people of insight and professors. Raise up the people that will teach kings. Just like Nathaniel, Nathan walked into the house of David and he brought instruction from on high. I pray that you would raise up positional leaders who have the call of God. We pray for our professors, Lord, in Jesus' name. That, that institutions of higher learning would receive a special impartation of grace right now as they do virtual classrooms and they educate the next generation of professionals. I pray, Father God, right now that you would give them insight from heaven and that these uh, institutions that have become places of indoctrination would have a, Come a, on. a revival. There, that these places would be places of yes. reformation. That they would understand with reformed thinking. They would recognize that the indoctrination of, of, of sin is not the indoctrination of God. And Lord, we're asking you that you would give us right doctrine. Help us to rightly divide the word of truth, to recognize the signature of God, not to become rebellious in our hearts or lofty or proud or arrogant, but to understand that you are the God that gives inspiration and yes. an understanding. And without you, there is no impartation of wisdom. But we thank you that Solomon had wisdom. Thank you for the wisdom of Solomon that you're giving to your people because we're not chasing after riches. We're not chasing after gold. We're not chasing after titles. We're not chasing after glory. Come on. We're chasing after you, O oh God. And yes. with it will come the impartation of creativity and wisdom that flows from the God of all creation, the creator himself. So, Father God, bless us with your wisdom today. Give us uh, the ability to be trustworthy, and the, uh, the ability, Father God, to be creative. Give us the ability to care about those that we work with, Father God, to recognize their worth and to impart value to them today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for praying with us at home. Thank you for praying with us in your cars, wherever you may be on the, on the job. I want to encourage you to pray every night at 707. Uh, I'm doing prayer every morning at 7.07. Michael's doing prayer. Right now, I even still still see some, some water dripping right now, just reminding me to, to remind you to help us with, uh, 
with our endeavor to, to get a new roof here at the building. Um, I don't know what you need in your home. I'm just praying for covering, the covering of the Holy Spirit over our lives today. Thank you for joining us. I bless you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. May the favor of the Lord be upon you, surround you like a shield. Listen, don't miss tonight. Uh, at 6 o'clock, we have a great service uh, with a lot of uh, just tremendous, tremendous uh, video you're not going to want to miss. And, and coming up right after this service, stay tuned. Brother Dave will be speaking in our 1030 service. He's been preaching on the names of God. And I can tell you right now, every facet of his name is fascinating. It's incredible. This is incredible teaching. And when you get to understand the different aspects and facets of your Father God, his titles, his names, you will enter into the abundance that God has for you. Some of the greatest teaching that you'll ever hear on the names of God. Brother Dave will be sharing that today. So we love you. God bless you. Have an awesome week. I'm coming out to the parking lot right now, guys. So I'll see you in just a minute. God bless you.